Life's a Mitch. G'day, guys. Welcome back. It's episode, I'm going to say, 23 of Life's a Mitch. So last week, I spoke to a guest about um, all things uh, numerology. I had a live reading done and um, learned a little bit about my future. You know, if you're open-minded like that, it can be a little bit scary, but it was interesting. And um, so... I'll post up my reading results on the on the socials. And this week, uh, I'm going to continue with the international theme. So I haven't uh, spoken to anyone from this part of the world on the podcast yet. So we're going to uh, take a little trip to South Africa. And um, on this website called matchmaker.fm, it's kind of like LinkedIn for podcasters and uh, those who want to connect with the world and do all things entertainment. So I was this uh our next guest was kind enough to give her some of her time so if i could get you to please introduce yourself and uh why you're up on this uh this website and what you're trying to uh to achieve through your works please okay thank you very much for having me and traveling all the way to south africa it's an honor to be on your show the reason why i'm on this website is purely because i don't um i i i don't want to explore the, uh, my time is limited. So I know there's a lot more gadgets to podcasting, being successful and stuff like that. So yes. that is not my core function. So that's why I'm on that because I would like to be a guest to people like you okay. um, that is passionate about podcasting, but that's not my passion. My passion is getting my message out to people that you uh, sex uh, sex is actually a healing space and sex is actually medicine so that is my core passion so how it gets out to the world is 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 how i speak so just at the the top of your profile it says i give a different switch to tantra on sexuality and women taking their power back and men feeling more that it isn't allowed in this society so it's you know, so can you tell us a bit about like what that statement is and like what you're trying to like balance things or what is it that you're trying to sort of the message you're trying to get out there? Okay, cool. I'll, I'll make my message more clearer. So the power I'm speaking about, we come from a very oppressed um, decade before um, like um, um, war, uh, industrial warfare. So it's been based on a lot of um, men, um, meaning it was men orientated. So if a guy says he, know what, he knows what a woman wants, he's speaking nonsense because a woman doesn't even know what she wants. Okay. So coming back to your power is spending time with yourself. A woman coming back to the bare, uh, there's so much shame in regards to self-pleasuring, a.k.a some people call it masturbation, but there's a lot of shame and a lot of guilt regards to this very fact for a woman coming from me. So that is speaking your truth. And um, that power is the power I'm referring to. And that power is only going to be nurtured when you spend time with yourself. So you know what you want out of um sex itself then regards to men is a lot of our emotions and this is also related to both uh, both genders it's not yep. like the power as well and then this one as well yep. um the men is a lot of emotions we suppressed 
we're not allowed to cry we're not allowed to do this we need to be happy all the time smile and just fake it till you make it so um I encourage people because we are human. Ex- we are we are human beings. We have all the experience of our human existence, yep. and I learn people um, or I teach people um, to embrace all emotions, not just the good ones. Okay, so it's, well, they say the good ones, but yeah, well, I no, mean, it's 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 funny you bring that up because so it's like you know teaching women to empower themselves and to be comfortable with and men as well to teach them to be comfortable with like who they are and make it like, you know, to get the best experience out of their sexual encounters. Is that fair enough in saying this? Yes. Yeah, but cool. then, then when you, there's a, there's a form of acceptance in everything. So yeah. there is, so say for instance, you have an encounter with a partner and as you experiencing the moment itself um, for that moment, you would just want to cry and having that space to allow this, because remember, it's all emotions in that encounter. It's not just your ma- mind playing you. Yeah. It's all all the levels of you. That's that's for sure. So it's interesting you say that because I um a few weeks ago I spoke to a guy from America and he was uh, in quotes a male rights activist. So what that means is like he was he's trying to get men to do the right thing in terms of like so you know say if there's a bad breakup say and men stereotypically bottle things up don't speak about things um you know they oppress their own emotions and what he's uh fighting is to do is to is to encourage men to have that confidence to to say you know what this is what i need from people like i'm not too Mm. proud to go i'm depressed or i'm anxious or whatever so i'm actually like really really glad to hear you say that you're another advocate fighting for you know a demographic of people that you can relate to so like that's awesome. I think like if you have the strength to go, you know what, I'm teaching this, I've bettered myself and now my message can pass on. I think mm. that's really cool. So good on you for, for taking a stand and going, you know what, I'm going to show these women how to have the best time in, in themselves and their emotions and mm. whatever. That sounds really cool. Good on you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So uh, it is, it's all coming back to, uh, to women, to owning their own pleasure, whatever yeah. that looks like not in, what society told you pleasure yeah. is, but thank you very much for the encouragement. That's okay. So, um, so when did you discover, you know, that, you know what, I'm going to be the one to stand up and, and teach other, other people, you know, what they should do. I'm going to instill confidence in others. When did you, when did you get onto this path? Like when did you realize that you were the one to step up and teach many others? Okay. So um, growing up, um, I've been always been intrigued with sexuality. It's been a cool factor f- since I was a little girl. Um, but I mean, like exploring my sexuality. Yeah. Um, and what happened is I met with a numerologist as well. Oh, go get out of ten. <laughs> like a like like many moons ago, like ten more than ten years ago. And the guy said, "I have." sexual numbers it's six 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 so i'm like what no you probably have the wrong reading here what (laughs) so at that stage because i was struggling with my um personal life and my relationship with my husband regards it was it was it was always a fight between us if that topic would come up he doesn't get enough and i don't give enough and i'm just doing it out of chore so it it was that so when i got this reading from this guy i was like 
no, no, you have the wrong person. <laughs> and then um, my, my not, I, I, I would say because uh, there was a deeper message there for me to explore. So I went on the Western route. So, for example, I went to see doctors. I went to see a psychiatrist, a therapist. Um, all of them had had given me options to do, but it was more entailed to pills and numbing cream and doing this. And I couldn't yet get what was happening here. So um, it's still, I, I was still on the search. So the search led me to actually one night I was sitting there and I heard about the word Tantra. I don't know if you're quite familiar with the word. Not you know so much. Now, could you please tell me all about Tantra? Okay. So Tantra, um, it, I'm not going to make a meaning to the word, but it's at the, the meaning of the word is actually woven, woven together, put together. So that to me is what Tantra meant to me. And it can be, be different from your point of view. Okay. But from my point of view, it's mean a, a whole... Um, I don't know what the viewers or yourself refer to your divine connection to something greater. So whatever that is, spirit, God, or whatever you relate to that is this brought all aspects um, into my physical being. Does it make sense? Yep. I'm with you. Okay. So it's a complete wholeness. That's what Tantra meant to me. But at that stage, I had no cooking clue what Tantra was. So um, I, I, like I said, I went to the Western route, looked for answers, didn't get my answers. And then one night I actually YouTube Tantra and then my teacher where I came, um, came to learn the knowledge from was on the YouTube. And then that next moment I applied for a course and next moment I'm a sex coach. But the original thing was for me, to see if it works, and if it works, I'll I'll be telling people it. But obviously, I'm I'm telling you guys this because it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> no, good stuff. So, so you tried Western medicines and Western um like mm -hmm. treatments and stuff. So then you thought, okay, this isn't working. So I'll try something alternate, and you come up with the answer of tantra, sexual coaching, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's like, so how does one go from, okay. So I'm just trying to like, just, just please understand here. So, okay. So you go from arguing with your husband and not having, not sounding like the best uh, sexual um, chemistry at the time to go to the other end of the field. And now you're teaching others to be the best self. That is really awesome. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it is, it is making the whole human experience not uh not um it is it's needed for all for you to be a whole and um, it's not making um because we are obsessed with summer we need to be happy all the time and that is humanly not possible yeah, that true. is where we get burned out um, yeah. that is uh, even in sexuality i mean goal oriented i need to get an orgasm it's all about my pleasure let's get there let's get there that is like Sounds tiring. Hang on. Who yo, who made that rule? <laughs> Sounds tiring. And, and totally. And then like, I don't know what uh, the, the magazine says, but it says like four times a week and you need to be like this and you need to be like this. And it's like, 
hang on, who, who made all these rules? And what is your capacity of your body? What is it, what is it wanting? Is it, that's all just like mind orientated. So what happens is, what I've seen is, and in my personal life as well, is we are so programmed. And if we don't get that like four times a week because the magazines say so, we get really frustrated at our partner and then say, but I thought you're like a sex coach. What's happening here? Why, why aren't all, all this stuff going? But we go in like nature, we go into seasons. And if we don't fully allow the seasons, we can't fully thrive in seasons yeah. because we half half lacking it. Does it make sense? Yeah. Well, in winter, I'm time. I'm more likely just to wrap the dinner around me and say, "Go away." <laughs> exactly. And how are we as women allowed to do to do say that to men? Because we come from this. We have this prescribed idea. We have to pleasure our men, um, and it's even in some. Um, some traditions it's not allowed for for women to self-pleasure because that's a like a big sin to them it's uh yeah like whether it's um like a religious belief or it's a societal belief or whatever it might be um me personally like so you talk about oppression uh is that like a worldwide thing or is that like a south african thing or what is that like worldwide worldwide okay so universal yep cool cool so it's interesting. Um, see me, I'm, I'm in my early thirties and, um, I'm currently single. So, and then, you know, the girls I meet, um, you know, after you date them for a while, they open up about their histories and stuff. And, you know, some in my experience have spoken about like, Oh, you know, it's easier sometimes to go on a Tinder date, have sex with the guy and never see him again. And that to me is scary. Um, no, as opposed to saying no, cause they feel, like they're pressured, more pressured into it, or they feel like if they just do mm. it, the guy get what he wants, and it'll be it'll be more beneficial for them to get out feeling safer. Um, so it's is it's part of your training as well, is it to sort of reinforce to women like to be confident and to be able to say no and to be able to like you know, see the warning signs as to you know something like that coming up as well. Does that sort of what your coaching covers? Yes and no. I'll quickly just one word that you just said that catched my my attention is yep. the the fact that the woman is wanting safety. So yep. those that itself is for both parties. It's all about creating safety, yep. and it's a safety to you for you to express your desires for that person to express the desires. So everybody's desires are different. Yep. So. At the beginning or at the very first, it needs to be communicated between each other. So there needs to be an open line communication. So yes, we go into what, what, what I actually do in the coaching is a lot of our neural pathways are already in when we are a fetus in our mom's wound, it's already created. We pick up stuff from our mother. And from our father, because we have the DNA coming in and we carry, I carried, I know in my personal journey, I carried a lot of guilt and shame and it wasn't mine. It wasn't my mom's. And um, we carry this um, throughout our lifetimes. And the zero to seven, the first foundation years are so critical in a, in a, in a person's life because that's how we 
reflect into relationships and how we handle it um, on an ongoing basis. And yeah, the brain is fun at that age. Totally, and uh, I mean, totally, totally, and and stuff that you didn't get um, as a child, um, and it takes hard work to go there, um, and that's what you asked um, earlier. Is it just in my country? But it's universal. The unconscious yeah. of all of us. I I still have stuff that's unconscious. I'm not. There's there's no there's no mastering yet because um, it's just being the best you. So. Yeah that is not the same as on your terms. So it's more, uh, it's facing the unconscious and you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the next generation. Yes, you can lead a more fulfilled energetic life and uh, not allow the baggage to drown you, but um, you're doing it for, for more than just you itself. Absolutely. You're actually like, like planting a tree. Uh, if you plant it to, today maybe the next generation will see it right okay that's that's, you know i asked because like i'm just trying to sort of to understand you know as a because you know different parts of the world i'm a different gender to yourself so of course our histories are going to be different and our um, Mm. experiences and this is what makes it fun as part of this podcast is because i get to hear these amazing stories and and try to shine a light on those who ordinarily wouldn't have it shone on them so it's cool. And I, I like the fact that you're making it so somebody expl- understands it. Because, I mean, I can say it, but you making it more simple so people can understand. Well, I like simple because, you know, I've got a big empty head. There's no brain in there. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Oh, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it just says talk, dickhead, talk. That's pretty much all it says about myself. <laughs> why, is your, why is your brain calling you dickhead? Oh, it's, it's just an Australian, I don't know. It's like we, we Australians, uh, we, we always self-deprecate and, um, you know, my, I, I shave my head now and my friends call me the human toe hitch, you know, like where you put a trailer onto at the back of your car, kind okay. of shape, shaped like a microphone or a big toe wall. So that's, that's what I get called. And where the way I was, I was brought up was that, you know, just because I might put myself down, isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's all in the, in the name of humor. So I'm just trying to make, create like a relaxed atmosphere here. And, you know, it's. it's so like, how does your body, how does your body, um, body, uh, how, do, how do you feel in your body when, you, when somebody calls you that? If you, if someone you're calls doing me, it in the name, you, you're doing it in, in the name of humor, but how does, how do you feel? It depends in the context. I mean, if someone goes, okay. hey, dickhead, how you going? Yeah, not bad. Like it's just general conversation. But if okay. someone come over in aggressively in a condescending way, you know, it's, it's just about the delivery, I think. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty quick witted and I'm, I'm able to shut people down. Like I, it takes a lot to insult me. So, um, you know, but you gotta, you gotta pick your audience, I guess. So I wouldn't go up to say my mom and say, Hey, you going dickhead. <laughs> she turned around and belt me in the head. Bang, slap me upside the head. What are you talking about? Hopefully she's not listening to this podcast. Oh, she, she will be shaking her head. Okay. But, but talking about like um like making a safe atmosphere, there was a so there's a public broadcasting network here for for the young generations of Australia called Triple J. And they've got a, a news show called Hack. And what they do is they delve into like they'll do a five-part news series each week from Monday to Friday, and one of the um, uh, 
topics for the week was online dating. And they opened up to Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and I think Plenty of Fish or whatever the other ones are. And they got people to give testimonials as to like their experiences. And, and for the most part, like it was ladies who didn't feel confident doing their thing. And, and what the, one, one of the bad things was is that on Tinder, say if, say if someone's uh, sexually assaulted or whatever, mm-hmm. and there was no phone number given, you can go unmatch and then you'll never see that person again. So then from there, where you're supposed to go and go, oh, well, hang on, something bad happened, but I've got nothing to go on. And it was interesting. Um, so, you know, with with the idea of um, having people like yourself out there to try and make a safe and secure environment and to raise people's confidence levels, especially in times of like slowly coming out of this pandemic where people can start to congregate and chat again, Um you know, it's to me, it sounds really cool. I mean, so how has your coaching thus far been received in terms of like um, some feedback you've gotten from some of your students, I guess you call them? Mm, um, sure. Just to regards to um, the dating scene and so, I, I have been married for 10, 11 years now. So okay. I can't refer to give you advice on the dating scene as yeah. well. Uh, but I can refer to how I created safety for myself. And every, yeah. everybody is, pers- uh, um, is different in that, in that regard. Yep. Um, because like you said, we're coming from a, a range of backgrounds. Um, and some, some stuff I don't even have the lived experience of, of itself that people's going through. Yep. Um, but regards to your question, your question was... Um, how do you how do i uh, the feedback yeah the feedback um, yeah. yeah so yes i've 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 seen a couple of my clients um um implementing these into their life but tantra is not a fly by night tantra is not a quick fix pull you can just drink and think it's going to work it needs it it needs to be there needs to be a consistency you need to keep on showing up when you don't feel like it. And that's where you get the breakthrough moments. Because if you're out of, out of your comfort zone, that is where the growth happens. So what I've seen as well, some of them just automatically give up when, when we don't carry on with our sessions and stuff like that. But they, ha- they have seen massive um, changes happening. Um, but... Uh, for some odd reasons, I don't know what the client's position is, but in my own experience, um, it shows, it takes, it's not everybody is um, at the same level to face their unconscious because it's really uncomfortable. It's, um, but I show people how to use this uncomfortable, this fear that you're feeling and feeling pleasure at the same time. So you can have both and still make the empowered choice of, hang on, I am worth it. And um, I, I see this vision of myself. That's where I want to be. I'm not going to let this little Lindy that was programmed in my mind create this. Um, and that's what, that's what we do in the bedroom. We let our inner ch- children show up. And then we have a ping pong game with our partner the whole time. And we're fighting like five-year-olds <laughs> and then yeah but does that answer your question 
Yeah, yeah, it does. And it once you uh, have that fight, then it kills the mood, and you go to bed. I I always have the philosophy that never go to never go to sleep cranky, um, because you know going to sleep feeling uh, angry is never fun. And if you just like if you have that confidence to say, you know what, tonight I'm feeling like you know I want to be on top or whatever it might be, um, mm. and then hubby's like, oh hell yeah, game on or whatever it might be, and then like if you are able to portray what you want and say, you know, I want ABCD and you're like, I want EFG, whatever. And then you can come up with a solution. I think, you know, marriages, um, professional relationships, family, friends, it's all about compromise and communication and consultation. You know, if people are creative. Yeah, absolutely. And if it's, if you're proactive as opposed to reactive, um, Mm. that's, that's so one of my relationships ended about three years ago, four, no, four years ago. And one of the reasons it didn't work was because what I was saying wasn't being received. And from that, I felt like I had to tiptoe on eggshells. So my confidence, cause I was crazy about this girl and you do what you can to make it work. But when it's not an even playing field, when it's not 50, 50, mm. then it's, it just, it makes it go, it makes you go, what am I doing here? Like, mm. you know, there's conflict, there's arguing, and then I did something similar to what you did was I looked for a solution to make it work, but I come up with nothing. So I just said, thanks, but no thanks. And we called it. And, um, you know, am I grateful it happened? I am, you know, she's moved on and met someone up North up in you know the top part of Australia. And I'm still flying the solo flag, but that's okay. I'm, I'm the, since I'm doing this, I'm the most confident I've ever been. Um, because I like entertaining, making people laugh and giving people like yourself a chance to tell your story in a different sort of way. So, you know, that makes me, oh, I'm a big kid. My cheeks hurt from how much I'm smiling. And, um, you know, so, yeah, it's cool. But what you're saying is it's so beautiful because, I mean, a person can only do so much in a relationship. And if a person doesn't have time for you or want to make time for you, you surely need to read read between the lines yeah. so there, uh, w- one example i can give you is i live in a place uh called curry curry which is um world famous for being a shithole and they have a festival of people with mullets here um so that's it's an oh it's a horrible place anyway so work is okay. now north and she lives an hour south so collectively i work 12 hour shifts because i'm in the mines and at sometimes it was okay for me to drive from her place to work and then she expects me to go back so it then becomes a 16 hour day and then after a time i get home she'd be like oh let's go to the movies and it's just like if you come down we could have achieved that but that's just there was no there just seemed to be very little compromise on her end and like you just i think back and go well you know what live and let live or whatever it is like you learn from your mistakes and stuff and you move on and um, what I want to reflect back to what you said as well in the in that in the place where you have the conflict, and I just want to normalize the fact that as we we are going to have that whether it's a different relationship or the same relationship or whoever you choose at the end of the day, because I want to normalize the fact that we go through disharmony and harmony. Look at nature. It's expanding and it's contracting. It does that the whole time. But it is when what you do in the disharmony stages is what you 
is what makes you expand as a couple together when it's coming to harmony. So it's not going in the cool focus. Oh, as if I work this out, I'm going to get harmony. It's really facing the stuff in the disharmony and owning up to your responsibilities um, as individuals. Yeah. And so that if, makes, makes you, yeah. So if like, say for example, I'm dating a girl and um, I make a mistake, say, I got to go, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't turn the oven on for whatever it is. I know you're talking about something completely different, but. Um, but I know, keep it simple. I like that one. I right. see. So, do you know the kiss principle? Keep it simple, stupid. That's the, tr- that's what I'm trying to go with. <laughs> I like it. But that is exactly that. Uh, admitting. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, right. no, this is cool. Interject anytime. It's fine. I'm enjoying this. This is great. So what, what, what we do is um, remember I told you, so. I told you at the beginning, we are, they, they actually, the, the scientists are coming out and we actually, our partners we choose are unconsciously and they heal the stuff that needs to be conscious. And if we don't see it in conscious presence, it comes up again and again. Until you, until you, um, you know, you, you figure a solution. Feeling, feeling presence is healing it. I like that. It should be on a bumper sticker. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Let's hope the person understands that. <laughs> Feeling present. No, I like that. That's so, yeah. basically if, if you take anything, um, it's feeling this uncomfortable feeling. Why am I feeling this and why am I so triggered? Because our triggers are our greatest teachers. When we get triggered, why you said reaction is the lesson is for you if you're reacting. The lesson yeah. is for you. Not for that person. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, it's things like, um, so some triggers for me, like there's not many, some triggers for me are like in terms of relationships is um, people, uh, selfishness. And like if there's a, like as an unrealistic expectations as well and no recognition for me is like just every now and then just uh, thanks for doing that or whatever. For me, that's, that, that means the world. And um, you know, and, based on what you said it's like you learn from these things and going forward if you meet someone new you can take these experiences and then use that ammo to avoid it in future and better yourself mm. and, and what 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 all beings are or human beings is one thing is connection safety and respect absolutely that's yeah. the true the true core at what we want yeah and i think and i think doing things like this you know having an open, active ear, listening to someone with a different story to tell. And it's all about unity. So I'll just, I'll go back a couple of weeks. I spoke to a woman, she's from Zanzibar and she was forced to go live in England in an arranged marriage when she was 16. And she was of the Muslim faith. And um, this is back in episode 14. And she spoke about, you know, becoming a best self only after having to be forced, like she didn't force to have children with him, but he, she had kids with him. He spoke to her like garbage for a decade. And after years and years and years, she finally stood up for herself, left him. And now she's a motivational speaker in the Muslim community worldwide. Like, so she learned, she bided a time and then she's become the best version. And I, she is an absolutely amazing woman. And that never would have happened if we didn't have an active ear listening to different cultures, different, you know, people of different mm. countries. And, you know, so. And- well, we, we come, we, we, in, we in a much more um, advanced stage as what, where we were. 
because I mean, women speaking up in the olden days would have gotten burned or like quiet. Yeah. Well, the, there's a, you know, I'm in the last sort of little while talking to Jack was the male rights. They're fighting for the uh, men to speak up. We touched on the feminism movement in the 1960s because he was, you know, he's, he's 75 and he was around for those times. And uh, he said that, you know, the fight for equality, you know, the fight for yeah. equal rights, women have done an incredible job in the progress they've made because they're not afraid to say, you know, we, we need this, we need this, we need equal pay. We need to be treated as equals and et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. Yeah. The men, not as much, not as openly go, we need this, 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 and this. So there's still, mm. but he said that the way to get to that point mm. is to sit down, active listening, and people have the confidence to say, we need ABC, we're off, we're, you know, and later on, you'll get XYZ. I think, and this, this and is, it's so true you say yeah. that because I, I've seen it in my own personal relationship with my husband, is he just adapts to my desires. And I say to him, you have desires, speak them. And he's like, but I haven't spoken them in ages. Um, so you're adapt to your circumstances, but that's not necessarily what you want. And that sounds, calls all the. Sounds like he's a little the, bit like submissive in that point, as opposed to assertive. He was a bit. Yes, he was a bit, but oh. we get there. We, we grow and expand each day to oh, where it, we want to be. What do they say? Marriage is a lifelong battlefield. Yes, I won't say battlefield. It's a it's a whole growth growth thing. Yeah, okay. and um, you well, know, if, what if I, I want today or the different day. If I ever get to Who that knows? point, if I ever marry someone, fingers crossed. Oh. Um, no, <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for the invite. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I uh, let me just go go back. I'll position the camera and get down on one knee. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I didn't mean I want to invite. I, I'm I want to invite joking. to the wedding. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> no, no, all good. So there's there's an expression, an Australian expression, um, known as cutting someone else's grass, and that what that means is that you talk to someone else's wife, and I don't do that, so I was just having a joke with you. So well, I must say, with all this coming out. On, on all these platforms, the amount of people in this store, and you would know this as well, the amount of the, the stuff that people has, there is such a diversity in all, all people. And especially, it's so, wow. Especially, Why do we limit this? Especially, um, you know, so I'll, I'll, ask a, I'll ask you in a sec, but um, just to go back on what you said, especially during the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were forced to be indoors and, home from work so like people needed something to do and to reach out i'm going to start a podcast i'm going to start a podcast so there are so many out there i can't imagine and um so there's a question for you how has pandemic life been in south africa like how how has it been for you guys and are you keeping well and okay so my personal opinion is when the pandemic happened can you still hear me i'm just checking on that speakers okay so what happens is um I, I've been living this way since, since my, well, since I've got married, we, I, I do isolate, not isolate myself, but I do limit it, my energy on, on certain stuff I produce. And I'm, I'm very much focused on what I want to create. So if that is not towards what I want to create, I'm like, hang on, what is it? Why am I, why am I wasting my time? So we can go out and keep ourselves busy the whole time 
but not actually doing anything towards what we really want to create. So when the pandemic happened, uh, I was like, okay, now you actually doing what I've been doing. So why are you moaning? <laughs> why, why is everybody moaning about this? So to see the people's um, reflection on how they have this time and what they do with it, I, I actually saw a reflection on, hang on, but that's, that's actually how, how people, you get really disengaged with society. Like I don't watch the news. I, it's, it's something I, now and then I would hear from someone, but I choose to not have that in my daily life. Okay. Um, I choose to, um, to empower myself with high vibrational stuff, meaning, um, yo, I'm sure you know what that means. Do you know what that means? Yep. Okay. So to me, uh, it was just, it was like, what is the whole thing about? Because I couldn't understand that. Um, and to me is I love nature. If I, I keep on coming back to nature, but nature has a beautiful way of bringing balance. And it doesn't really need us as, as human on this planet. It's bringing back balance, whether you're ready for it or not, it's bringing it in any case, yep. like a storm, for instance. And this pandemic, he's, it's whatever it comes from, but it's bringing the balance itself. So the balance in humans, the balance in nature. So to me, it's all about bringing the balance and um, coming from South Africa, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're doing it as harsh as you guys. We are Australia. I know London is like they can't even get out of the house, but we're fine. We're pretty we, much back to normal here. Um, we can go uh, to we any. Too. We, we too. We um actually as of today, we can fly to New Zealand and go have a holiday in New Zealand if we want to. Okay. So we've no, they've we're opened not... they've opened up a little travel bubble between us and New Zealand. So. We probably opened up as well because I think we're on that level now. But yo, I'm still I'm still on lockdown for the rest of my life. But I mean it in a good way. <laughs> I think for me, it's um I didn't stop. Like so, my you know you know how a lot of people have have had a chance to reassess how they work and work from home and stuff like that. I um we've still had to go to work because we mine the coal and we um, have to make sure we keep you know, the cold delivered and washed and all that sort of thing. So small things at work changed, like socially distanced cars, socially distanced startups, more like hygienic wash stations, etc. But ultimately it was the same. It was the same. Yeah. And to talk about what you said, I, I refer to that cycle as people on autopilot, go to work, go home, nothing yeah. changes. They whinge about it. They, oh, I hate my job, but I need to do it. So like, and actually the last, Actually, some of the things talking about, like the high vibrations, talk about the good vibrations. Great song. Um, <laughs> we um, okay. the last the last episode I did was with a numerologist, and she spoke about those high vibrations. Spoke about like having the, I guess, having the courage to go. You know what? I want to create something, and my comfort zone. I'm not just going to sit here. She told me her story, her story, how she was a a medical receptionist, and just. Doing, doing the thing, earning the money, doing the life. And then she come to the conclusion that she wanted to do her own thing. And she, like you and me, had the courage, you know what, I'm going to step up and do what I'm passionate about. Mm. And I guarantee that those people, when they take a leap of faith, it's scary as hell. But the grass mm -hmm. is always greener on the other side, always. Well, what I can say is 
since I, I've been not uh, living out of my head, I've been living out of my heart. And apparently scientists says this now, but our heart has 40,000 more neurons than our brain itself. But since I've been living and making my decisions out of my heart, I've been where my mind says no, but my heart says yes. So since I've been making those choices, I, I, I stand in awe how I, I could, could have tried how to figure that out of my mind. Because every time the opportunity is so much more than what you think, um, to give you an idea of that. I, I agree with you. Um, I think that, you know, they, people always say, follow your heart. You know, people always say, you, you can't be happy in yourself unless, you know, happiness makes, is it, you know, follow your heart, follow your dreams. And then ultimately you'll be able to follow your own happiness. Mm. Um, I think. But for me, for me, I had to go in to allow myself because I, I, I build a lot of cages around my heart. So if you had to say that statement to me five years ago, I'm like, how do I do that? <laughs> what, do you, what are you on about? So we have a, we have a follow your heart like Disney point of um, background, but it's breaking down the, the cages you've built around your heart. And if you don't face those inner demons, you won't know what you have put around your heart. Absolutely. So like, one um one cage I always put up around myself was that I um I grew up I was only I was a I was a fat kid I was very insecure and my self image has always been um you know and it's always like I've always had troubles with my self image until like later in life of course but um you and some of the cages you put up or some of the walls you put up is you're not going to let people in you don't want people to let people sit, let people see you be vulnerable and from that that doesn't allow people to get in and learn about the real you you know you might put on especially in australia like as an australian man you you, you're raised to be to say things like she'll be right you know you know nothing faces me oh you know anxiety's a made-up thing you know all that all that stuff i mean you go back even to my parents generation or the one before a lot of people aren't empathetic or a lot of people aren't able to hear the concept of mental illness and like only the progression of time and what society deems as normality um, makes it only okay to speak about it then, which sucks. You know, we shouldn't have to let society dictate to us what's okay. Yes, and, and, and individually, um, if you, if you don't work on yourself, meaning going inside and facing this stuff that's uncomfortable is, you're going to have the outside um, preparing your future for you constantly. And yeah. it's going to be a loop and you're going to get reprogrammed. And at some point you need to say, hang on, what do, what do I want? Um, is this really what I want? And coming back to the why behind all your, all your, because there's an energy flowing and why that energy wants to flow. My, my, my why I know is to speak up for repressed uh, people because my line, my lineage of ancestors didn't speak up for them. And um, that's the energy that wants to move through me. Cool. So, you know, that you need to get to your why. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this podcasting? Why do I want to spread this news? I'm, I think I'm, I'm doing this because I've always um, 
got a genuine. So I think back to when I was a kid, um, playing video games or reading a book or uh, so. A lot of people buy video games to play multiplayer and shoot and kill each other. Like that's fair enough. I've always got invested in characters. So I'd always play a game for story mode or get lost in a, say if I watch a movie, mm-hmm. I always used to ask my parents, what happens after, you know, you get invested in these characters or read a book. You're like, Oh, wow. I can't wait for the next release or whatever. So for me, it's always been about in getting uh, invested in stories and people. And now that I get a chance to do this and um, yeah, shine some light on people like yourself who have a story to tell. And like I've, I've told off that website about eight people's stories. I've got thousands to go and I'm going to do every single one if I can, because that is what I love. And I love, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Um, And we live in a time where technology allows us to take a trip to South Africa and go, Oh, Hey, what's going on? You know, what are you up to today? Well, let me tell you a story, sexual healing or whatever it might be. (laughs) And, um, and, and if I can make someone laugh, like have a genuine laugh, then I feel good about myself too. So today I've made people from six countries laugh and I feel great about myself. Um, exactly. See, so yeah, a friend of mine, Bianca, she's a, she's an American lady and she's, she's like a bit of a podcast mentor. Shout out to you, Bianca. She, um, she's helped, she's taught me a lot of things and that would never have happened if I didn't, you know, delve into this thing. So, so if people. But, but could I ask you, yeah, how yeah. did you feel on showing up when, when you didn't want to show up? How did you feel? Nervous as hell. Like, see, but nervous. you showed up. Yeah. But like, you showed you, up. Yeah. And it, it, there's, there, there's, um, there's wisdom in your words because if you don't, and I, you know, it takes courage to go, you know what? I'm going to put myself out into cyberspace as a complete random and have people go, Ooh, this guy's got some interesting stories or, Oh, he's an idiot or whatever. But like at the end of the day, if you had a talking about a, a version of ourselves five years ago, I was introverted, not confident. Now I MC weddings. I make people laugh. I mean, I, I've just, the most extroverted version of myself and I have no hair now, but I had hair back then. So go figure. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So like, it's, it's, it's interesting how we evolve. Um, so now like I, I, I know what I like. So I, I go to the gym, I do powerlifting. So I'm not like a skinny dude, but I know I'm strong and I enjoy that. Like uh, not to the point where I compete or anything, but you know, and the confidence. So of doing what, was, what was your turning point to know what you want? Because it sounds to me that you had faced questions to know what you want. It was, okay, so it was the pandemic last year. Okay, so the last year, the pandemic um, hits and you see, it's like you see people, it's like humanity, you talk about things like nature and balance. It's like humanity was reset. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. millions of people have passed away, but things have changed for, for good now. So things like checking into venues, so the government can track COVID cases, um, people working from home because now it's you know, more financially viable, but never, that never would have happened. Shit like would never would have happened until COVID was a thing. So what for me was like, well, times are changing. Perhaps I should too. I'm not, my job is okay. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't mind doing it, but I work shift work. So, and I work 7 p.m. to a.m. And then a few days later, a.m. to p.m. And that rotating roster is tough and my guts aren't, I got a gut disorder, so it, um, it it throws it out sometimes. And I'm thinking, I can't do this forever. So I need to set the wheels in motion. And I've always wanted to work in radio or to entertain or do something. So I'm using this, hopefully, as a stepping stone to get into radio and earn a living. 
you know. Announcing. But all that, even even like um, like I said, um, every every um, aspect of our lives is reflecting back to us. What is it that you're wanting? What is your what is it learning you more deeper? And I I do celebrate the pandemic. Um, but, but, um, not saying what other people does, but it was a t really a true time for reflection and you know to me it's what nature had had planned <laughs> well um, you know it's the pandemic for me has been good because it allowed me to get a house deposit together and i'm looking to buy a house now so you know for me it was dare i say pretty good but what i wanted out of it was to do something that i've always wanted to do and this is it um mm. speaking to people entertain i love entertaining people make people laugh if I can make as many people laugh as I possibly can, then that's what it's all about. And honestly, I love the attention. That's what I but want. But that, that that you're saying there, that is your sexual energy. That's your sexual energy moving. We come from that sexual energy. And it doesn't have to be defined in a porn bag. <laughs> um, if, Oof, if you, you don't want to look at my I porn mean. bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be in a porn bag. Come on. <laughs> I want to keep it clean, not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's very so much pure. So we can use the sex, we can utilize the sex, and it's very difficult for I've seen men is to not. Uh, and remember, I told you about coming back to balance. So as soon as there is not a balance, if you're addicted to something, there is not a balance. So it's coming back to the flow of the energy wanting to move for you. Yeah. So this, this, this energy, this core creation of what you're wanting to create using that energy. Yeah. And it well, doesn't have to be sexual. <laughs> well, I, um, it's sexual, but it's not in a physical deed. I, like I get, I, I get where you're coming from. So like, you know, you, you go back to sort of basic sciences that laughter is infectious and, there was a girl I was talking to recently and she said, it's so refreshing to hear someone so genuine and happy and, and, and doing what they want. And it was good because we chatted and we didn't get along, but that's okay because we realized that we were able to have a, a, a tell an emotionally intelligent conversation and there was no bitterness just didn't work out and that's fine. And that's the way, that's the esteem I hold myself in now. I will never lead anyone along. I'd rather just say, look, I think you're great, but I just don't see it working because I don't feel the connection or whatever. And I've never been in a state to be able to do that, uh, confident-wise. Mm. And so. that takes a lot of uh, emotional maturity, and we're not learned of emotional maturity. No, well, I mean, I in my early 20s, I um, I had something bad happen to me in terms of relationships. I um. We're seeing a girl and she uh, faked being pregnant with, a, with, with my kid. And uh, that did a number on my anxiety and stress. And ultimately it wasn't mine. She never stopped seeing her ex-boyfriend and she wanted me to pay to have it terminated. And that did a number on my, and to be able to speak about it to a, a stranger um, or you're not a stranger, but you know what I mean? Um, that was never, that was always an issue as well. I was shut off. Didn't want it. The barriers came up. Um, and I guess what I want to do as well out of this is to, with the conversation I have with people, to shed some light on things and to make it okay to, to be able to want to speak about things. I mean, it's okay to open up about past trauma. It's okay to, you know, want to ask for help, guys. It's okay for 
you know, if yeah. a lady feels isolated, it's okay because there's support networks out there. It's okay to to speak. It ain't weak to speak. And that's, I think that's the one thing I'm trying to get out of all of it. Is that and I think also in my, because I'm a sex coach, there's so much taboo of people like, why do I need you? Sex is easy. I know how to do sex. But that's that's the... But everyone's different. You de- yeah, we do need help. We everyone's different, but we need we need each other. We have a we have a a nerve. It's called the vagus nerve. It um it actually releases trauma through relationships itself. So yeah, we're really entwined. Yeah, well, I mean, if you can create all those um like uh, hormones, like you get the serotonin going and the, and the melatonin. And- no, sorry, serotonin is the feel-good uh, hormone, isn't it? So dopamine. You, dopamine, sorry, dopamine. So if you can, you know, have the dopamine created and, you know, have these euphoric moments and be happy, then, you know, that's what it's all about. So I think, does that sound right? So the cool part, the cool part of my coaching is not, I hear what you say, going to those emotions, yeah. allowing it in, but so long. So for instance, so for instance, um, when you're a little boy, can you still hear me? Yeah, your internet you just—it was like you're in slow motion. Um, okay, back now. I just slow. You were like, so can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> so can you hear me now? Back. We're back. <laughs> so it's um, it's coming back to when you were a child. So you got signals how to um, from your mom and dad how to react towards relationships yep. so it's coming back to like like i said at the beginning it's coming back to your programming at at the beginning and it's a free will you need to be you need to be willing to change it needs to be it's still your free will if you're not willing to change nobody's telling you to change yeah that's that's exactly right um i agree with, i agree with you 100 and and a lot of people you have to accept that if you're going wrong somewhere and someone can constructively say to you you know advice a b c d and you need to be willing to hear the lot you know the advice of those that know what they're talking about too so a lot of vulnerability in that statement there is and it's it's scary as hell but like some of the best conversations and some of the most confident moves i've had is sitting in front of a a counselor absolutely unloading everything on them and then i walked out of there feeling amazing it was weird it was like this burden was lifted so not long after this um uh ordeal happened with old love who the pregnancy um you know i was stressed out and after a few counseling sessions i started to feel better and then after five or six sessions i was able to make jokes about it and i was lucky because i i have that quick wit and i'm good at making people laugh and stuff excuse me and um i don't know i guess it makes you tougher as well it it gives you ammo it gives you more armor to so my my emotional capacity is higher than what it was five or six years ago this is cool we're getting this is a deep conversation i love it (laughs) so if people wanted to find you um like if they wanted to seek you out and uh use your services and get some coaching or find you on youtube where can they find you um, my link is called Wild at Heart by Lindy. Yep, Wild at Heart by Lindy. So what I'll do is in the episode description underneath, I'll post it all there. 
so people can find it. No dramas. So whatever social media you might have or websites, YouTube, it'll all be there. So yeah. uh, awesome. So okay, what I what I want to do now is um, we'll change topics for a second. So every episode thus far, uh, we've had one thing in common is that we all get on and have a good whine about things or a good whinge or silk, whatever you want to call it. So Lindy, would you like to have a bitchy with Mitchie? Um, so am I su- supposed to quickly just reframe me what bitchy with Mitchie means? So a bit, what, what, what bitchy with Mitchie is that we get something off our chest that um, may grind our gears. So for example, uh, last episode, I had a good whine about um, our bins service from the garbage trucks being left everywhere. It's frustrating. <laughs> So, so is there anything for it could be first world problem? Okay, work? got it. Um, <laughs> so if you if you like to, you're more than welcome okay, to have one, or I can go first. What do you think? <laughs> do you want me to go first? while you have a think? Okay. Yeah. So one thing that pisses me off. So last, so I've done. This will be the third or fourth episode today. I've spoken about crappy drivers. I've spoken about. Have bins and garbage going everywhere. Another thing that pisses me off is that when you go, so now that borders and stuff are opening back up, the selfishness of people like not adhering to medical advice. Like, for example, if you ask to put a mask on to get on a plane, just do it. Like, um, if you want to go somewhere, just let's all bond together, get through it, and then we get on with our lives. But, like, so my bitch is like, people just think they're above society and it's just like champion just put it on hold it there do whatever you have there's to a pro- there's a pride struggle oh. <laughs> so there's an expression Australian. Exp- i don't know if it's a strange expression or not but i it is i can't soar like an eagle when i'm surrounded by turkeys and honestly <laughs> if- <laughs> surrounded by this turkey so uh was it a few months ago um in in uh in shops we had to wear masks and I was in there, just I think I was buying some clothes or whatever. And this guy walks in with no mask. And the young lady, she would have been no older than 19 or 20. She said, excuse me, can you please put your mask on? He told her to get effed. And he's like, no, I'm not putting a mask on. She's like, well, you can leave. He's like, no, I'm buying stuff and going. And it's just like, are you serious, mate? Like, one, how dare you speak to a young lady? Like, and I walked over to him and said, put your mask on. Or you can like, oh, I don't have one. So get the fuck out of the store. Excuse my language, but like, it just it frustrated me very much. And um, he said, I'll huff and I'll puff. I said, mate, you can try. You'll be the one going down, champion. Like it's just, it's um, people's selfishness. Totally. Um, it's just yeah, that's my bitch. My bitch. I actually had this. I actually had the same um, thing yesterday. I was at a robot. And then I was turning and the guy was on a scooter behind me. And all of a sudden he decided he wants to turn as well. So he was next to me and I, I saw him and the guy at the back was like, he was like having a heart attack about this guy just suddenly, suddenly, suddenly oh. deciding, suddenly, and he was just tooting and just going like this. And I was like, okay, that, what was that? What was that about? <laughs> it's nice to know that. So one, the most common themed uh, bitchy with Mitchie is that it's traffic related. So it is nice, it's nice to know that it's not just here. It's in other countries too. Totally. <laughs> but I was, I was feeling for the guy that was going like that and then the guy on the scooter. And then I thought, 
we um we i actually went to mexico a couple of years ago and then the people would just stop in the street and the the the, the traffic will um back up and they w- wouldn't hoot or anything and that was really odd to me yeah. it was like why is nobody having a problem and they were just <laughs> talking talking as a village together yeah, we'll and i was like yeah, we'll do it later. Yeah, and they was like, "What? Well, we're always so busy, busy going somewhere. Don't make a fault. Don't go there. Go over there." Yeah, we'll go oh. later. I I remember one time I was in Fiji, and Fijian people lovely, and uh, they refer to what's called Fiji time, where they're just, "Yeah, we'll do it later. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. We'll get to it soon." And it's funny; uh, those people that have less are generally. Mm. More, per, like, more of a person, um, wow. happy, um, you know, because you know, we the stigma of things like social media, uh, was things of like the pressure of looking like you, you referred to what magazines say to be a young teenage girl in these times would be absolutely crazy, you know. I, the, the perfect girl has to look like you know, stick figure, booty, whatever, mm-hmm. your Kim Kardashians, whatever. Uh, what a time to be alive, exactly. So. Yeah, that's well. This conversation's been interesting. I've I've really enjoyed it, and um, it's yeah. We were scheduled to do tomorrow night, but luckily, uh, you were kind enough to to give us some time this evening. So, um, so I'll, I'll start to wrap things up shortly. So, you know, we've covered topics like your coaching, uh, trying to balance things, uh, talking about um, eagles and and pit and turkeys. We've hit it all. We've hit all the topics, <laughs> but um. So, you know, just in closing, I want to give um, a high honor, high praise to yourself because I think people like you, if we had 100,000 more people like you, the world would be a heaps better place. Um, so, you know, good on you, Lindy, for doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, if you can even change 10 people's lives, I mean, that's, that's 10 lifetimes that you've directly involved yourself in and made better. So and then from there, this begins a flow on effect. So I couldn't be happier to be speaking to someone as kind as yourself today. Wow. I, I feel very honored on those words. Thank you so much. That's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But is there anything else that you'd like to cover today? Or? No, stop. All I, all I want to say is just the last message I leave you with yeah, is course. it starts with yourself. It starts with the responsibility of yourself. If you're, if you're moaning and projecting, it's time to look inwards. It's there's no better time as right now. That's right. Well, I um I agree with you there a hundred percent. So you know, if you're backed into a corner, you got two options. You can look to the mirror beside you and go, I can be a victim or this this ends with me. And you can look back up mm-hmm. at the bully and kick him square in the nuts and say, Stuff this, I'm gonna fight back. And if you want something. I cannot, um, I cannot stress enough. Take it from two people, you know. You you'll probably agree with me, Lindy, when I say this, is that if you want something, you know, it's scary as hell to try and go and get it. But after you start to, um, you know, achieve what you want, you in the form of coaching, me in the form of podcasting, you become a happier person inside. And then after you become happier, after you become your best self, then there is no greater feeling than helping others get there as well. So I'm a storyteller. You're a healer. Um, Totally. You rise by lifting others. That's right. And um, just like Nike, just do it.
Yeah. I think we don't have to pay for Nike for that. <laughs> if anyone's listening, this is a Reebok show. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, you know what? This has been a good laugh, and I'm really, I really have enjoyed this. So, I'll um, I'll just like to say thanks again. I'll um, I'll get all your socials off here and um, post them so the episode will be out in the next little while, and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. But for now, I'll say Uru as the Aussies say goodbye, Uru, and um, I hope uru. to keep in touch, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, Uru. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>